When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's February the 13th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. Tomorrow is February the 14th, and that's Valentine's Day. So if you haven't bought your loved one a uh, present yet, you're running out of time. So I was going to surprise my wife tomorrow with some flowers, but uh, last night she told me I was getting her flowers. So uh, no surprise there. So I guess I'll just uh, go get them in the morning and they'll be here waiting for. Her. Uh, so this episode, there's not a whole lot of Astros news, really not at all. Uh, the only thing going on with the Astros is the, uh, pitchers and catchers reported today and the first, uh, official workout is tomorrow. So this podcast is mostly going to be about free agency. In the first, uh, segment we're going to talk about the uh, major free agents and the rumors surrounding them. And uh, the second segment, uh, I had a conversation on Twitter with Colin McHugh's wife, Ashley. And it had something to do with Justin Verlander's tweet from the other day. So the conversation that I had with her kind of led me to investigate something that she said. So I'm going to talk about all of that in the second segment. Also, today will be your first chance to enter in the very first giveaway here on the Astros Baseball Podcast. So at the end of the uh, show, I will tell you how to enter, and then you can uh, be the very first winner. I've already decided what I'm going to buy and uh, if you're the winner, I will mail you that prize. But anyway, I'm going to let you know how to win that at the end of the podcast. And we'll get to all of this stuff right after this. Okay, so really the only story out there that has anything to do with the Astros, but it also has something to do with all the teams is uh, the story is trying to predict the opening day starter for each team. So as you know, the Astros play the Rays, so this should be very easy. So predicted matchup is Blake Snell, the uh, Cy Young Award winner for the American League, versus Justin Verlander, who finished second. So a great pitching matchup in the very first game. So... The only negative thing uh, about the matchup is where they're playing. Um, Also something very cool, I'm not sure of the uh, Tampa Bay rotation. Maybe I'm just assuming this, but uh, 
if Charlie Morton is the second starter, we could possibly see Charlie Morton against uh, Garrett Cole in the second game. If not, it will be Charlie Morton against Colin McHugh, which would be very cool since uh, Charlie Morton was a guest on Colin McHugh's uh, podcast. So either way, either way it works out, if he's the third starter or the second one, pretty cool matchups. So when you're looking at these free agent rumors and deals, I, I keep seeing this abbreviation, AAV, and I've never used it, and I'm sort of unsure of what it meant, but just knowing that they're talking about contracts and assuming that one of the A's was annual and one of the A's was average, I was assuming it had something to do with the annual average of pay. I just couldn't understand or I just couldn't figure it out without looking it up what the V stood for. So I looked it up and it's average annual value. So I got pretty close to figuring it out. So kind of what it is, is a lot of people get their contracts backloaded. Like for example, you could get a three-year deal for 15 million and your average annual value is five. But they're paying you four million, then five million and six million. So there's different reasons they do it, but so anyway, uh, I don't know, just a little something to throw out there. So anyway, let's go to this. Uh, Bryce Harper first, according to Bob Nightingale of USA Today, it's down to the Giants and Phillies for Bryce Harper. He thinks the Phillies will have to grossly outbid San Francisco if they want him. However, it says San Francisco wants a short-term deal. And then another report says Harper is not considering a short-term deal. So how can the Phillies, or why would the Phillies, have to outbid San Francisco if they're not willing to give Harper a long contract? How are they even in the running if Harper will not accept a short-term contract? So I don't understand this. But it says here also, the Nationals and the Dodgers are definitely out. So according to this story, Bryce Harper is not going to the Nationals and he's not going to the Dodgers. So according to Bob Nightingale, it's a two-team race, Phillies and San Francisco, And my choice so far this whole time has been the Phillies. So Manny Machado, where is he going to go? You've got Padres being very aggressive. But it also says, does Machado want to go to a team that is rebuilding? So Manny... If you did say this, you are not doing Justin Verlander any favors at all. Here's your chance to rebuild. If the Padres offer you 10 years, go help them rebuild. I think 
the ages of 26 to 36 is a pretty good window for a rebuild, don't you think? So it says here that his camp is pushing him to sign a short-term deal with the Yankees. And from what I've heard on TV and read, the Yankees are his first choice. It also says the Phillies and the White Sox are both in the mix. We've heard rumors over and over that the White Sox have made him offers, that he met with the White Sox. The Phillies, I believe, the reason they're still in it is because they have all this money they want to blow. And if they don't get Harper, I don't know if they have, I'm assuming they want Harper more. But if they can't get Harper, then they'll sign Machado. And maybe that's what Machado's waiting on. Maybe he's waiting on uh, Harper to figure it out so he can slide in there and get Philly's money. So anyway, there was a picture posted on Twitter from Rawling Sports, who makes the gloves for MLB. They posted picture of Manny Machado's custom gloves. And they were Yankees colors. They were black and white. So they it says something. I can't remember what it says, but does this tell you where he's going? So according to Rawling Sports, they think he's going to the Yankees, but who knows? So Dallas Keuchel, there's been nothing written about, about Dallas Keuchel since February the 6th. And he was linked to the Minnesota Twins on that one. I think I reported that he was linked to the Brewers after the Astros signed uh after they signed Wade Miley. So it could be Minnesota, could be Milwaukee, it could be the Astros. It all depends on uh, what he's willing to settle for. Uh Greg Kimbrell, February 6th, he was linked to the Phillies, the Braves, the Nationals, and the Twins, and he could possibly Go back to the Red Sox. I even saw his name mentioned with the Yankees, but I don't know why he would go there. But uh, I don't know. No, there's there's no telling where this guy's going to go. There's no telling if the Red Sox going to offer him a contract. No idea what's going on. And you got Mike Moustakas. Uh, the last thing I heard about him was February the 9th. Is there going to be a reunion with Milwaukee? That's who he played with last season. They haven't offered him anything yet. And why haven't they? Maybe they're waiting for Manny Machado. So Machado, up here, he's not even linked to the Brewers. So who knows? Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, the last time they talked about him was Cleveland. Uh, The uncertain in the outfield, they have an uncertain outfield, plus Lindor has an injury. So they have a need at shortstop now. And their payroll is less than it was last year. So they have room for him. But like I said before, my opinion is wherever Harper goes, I think he's going to go. I I wouldn't count out the Phillies for Marvin Gonzalez. So anyway, that is all the uh, rumors we got so far. And now... We're going to go to the next segment, which is all about uh, the conversation I had with uh, Colin McHugh's wife. 
Okay, so you remember the other day when I was talking about the tweet Justin Verlander put on Twitter. Uh, 100 free agents or so left unsigned. The system is broken. They blame rebuilding, and that is BS. You're telling me you couldn't sign Bryce or Manny for 10 years and go from there. It seems like a good place to start a rebuild to me. So Ashley McHugh is Colin McHugh's wife, and I always enjoy her comments, how she takes up for the players and her husband as well. So I follow her. So she made a comment, and that's how I was able to see it. But she wrote that there are 910 comments on this so far, and I couldn't be less interested in hearing people argue with JV about this. So I commented on her comment. I wrote... The only thing that I disagree with from JV was he said the system is broke and that Harper and Machado deserve a 10-year deal. Washington offered him 10 years and he turned it down. So she wrote back, I don't need this information. And without me responding, she wrote, oh, also it is strictly prohibited for any source to divulge contract negotiations. So whatever you think you heard about what was offered or declined is fan fiction. So I kind of read that and I feel like, because sometimes if you're on Twitter, these professional athletes will talk down to you. So maybe I felt that she was talking down to me in a way. So I write back that I'm not being disrespectful. There's no need to talk down to me because I'm not a professional athlete. It's not fan fiction. It's been reported on MLB Network and every other sports station, newspapers, and websites. Blame them for us having this misinformation. So if you go back and look for Bryce Harper's contract that was offered by the Nationals, it's in the Washington Post. It's on MLB.com on the Nationals website that they offered him a 10-year contract for $300 million. How are we as fans supposed to know that this isn't real? How are we supposed to know? I have no idea. So she says, there's absolutely no way that I, other baseball players, nor anyone can know the deals offered or rejected by individual free agents. It violates the collective bargaining agreement. I'm not saying that you don't know because you're a fan. I'm saying that no one knows. So I reply, I didn't say anything negative about the players making too much money or that they don't deserve it. So I don't have anything bad to say about how much money these guys make. It might violate the CBA, but someone is either leaking this information or people are just making things up. So, in my mind, there's either they're having negotiations and one person is telling someone, hey, this is what we offered them, and they're telling everybody, or a sports writer finds out that Manny Machado has a meeting with the White Sox, and so he just says, okay, they're having a meeting, Uh, I'm just going to make some stuff up. Seven years, 100 million.
I'm just going to make it up. I have no I have no reason for these numbers. I'm just making it up. So she responds, people are just making things up, and I don't agree with that. And then she writes back, please don't be upset. I'm not trying to be a dick. So many of the contract rumors really are sincerely baseless. So apparently she noticed that she offended me in a way, but she believes that people are just making things up. And I disagree with her. So I wrote back, no worries, smiley face, the uh, conversation is over. So this led me to uh, go out and try to find some more information about this. So I came across this story, and at the beginning, uh, it has a tweet from John Heyman, who's a sports writer, and he says, have heard reported offer of $250 million for eight years by Manny Machado for the, from the White Sox. And the MLB Players Association has their own Twitter, the communications page, and there's a tweet that's quoting the John Heyman tweet, and this is a message from Executive Director Tony Clark. Whoever is initiating these rumors has an obvious agenda and a complete lack of respect for the free agency process. So he's saying that these guys shouldn't be reporting on this and they have no respect for the free agency process. So it goes on to say this, per the collective bargaining agreement, Free agent bidding is supposed to be a confidential process, one where teams are ignorant of each other's offers. Back in the 1980s, teams colluded using information banks in which they shared notes about their negotiations. This exercise kept costs down by ensuring that no one would break lockstep and make a bigger offer than was necessary. So what I'm taking from this is the players and the agents want everything to be confidential. They don't want the other teams to know what they've been offered so that they can make their own offer. So what they're saying is if the White Sox offer the guy $100 million, then they'll know, like, okay, well, I can just offer $105 million or $110. I don't have to jump all the way up to $150. So another way to look at it for me is if I want Manny Machado and I know the White Sox offered $100 million, then I know how high I got to go. I know I can't offer him $80 million. I got to beat that. But it does benefit the player for the other teams to not know and I guess, I, I don't understand why the owners back in the 80s were in cahoots with each other trying to keep the contracts down, but uh, that's just how it was. But anyway, the agents and the Players Association are upset that all of these rumors get put out. And so... It goes on to say whether MLB owners have a similar system in place now is anyone's guess. Even if they don't have a central database, 
leaking offers to the press can serve a similar purpose. The owners don't need to collude in the old-fashioned way if the media is going to pass notes for them. So that's what I'm saying. They go into meetings and they get out of the meeting and all they got to do is tell one guy, hey, go tweet this, that you heard this rumor. Or go email this dude. And once one guy tweets it, everybody in the world that has Twitter knows and it gets spread like wildflower, wildflower, wild, wildfire. Oh my God. So anyway, so I see her point that her husband is a MLB player and she doesn't agree that all of these people should be spreading these rumors because it's confidential and nobody truly knows. But I think these people are purposely leaking this information out. And I didn't realize it, that it could be a possibility that owners want it leaked out so they can help each other. I'm not sure why they would do that, but it is what it is. So anyway, that is that part. And now uh, we're going to get to the giveaway right after this. Okay, so we're going to have our first giveaway here on Astros Baseball Podcast. I'm not sure if you know what this is, but I'll post a picture of it on Twitter. But a Funko Pop figure. It's the little uh, figure with a little bitty body and a big head. But I am giving away a Jose Altuve Funko Pop figure to one lucky listener. And so to enter the contest to win, um, I'm going to let it run all the way till the end of the month. And uh, I guess either the last day of February or March 1st, I'll announce the winner. And uh, if you do win, I'll let you know. You give me your address and I'll mail it to you. So anyway, if you want to enter the contest, you can go to Twitter at Astros Podcast or at Rob Fontenot and let me know that you heard the podcast and that you want to be entered in the drawing. Or you can email me at rl underscore font, F-O-N-T, at yahoo.com. And the last way to do it, if you want to, is you can text me at 210-919-1600. Nine, five. So just let me know that you want to be in on the drawing and then uh, at the end of the month, so either the last day of February or the first day of March, I'll announce the winner and then you just give me your address and I will have it mailed to you. And that is it for the podcast. I do appreciate everyone out there for listening. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.